Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. And for the first time in about five episodes, all three of us are actually in studio, ready to go. Boys, welcome back. It's been five weeks? It's been, it's been a while. I don't know. It's been more than five weeks. It's been five episodes that yeah. <laughs> we've all been here. But we're back. Hey. It's back, back to normal. Yeah. Busy lives. That happens. Well, even ready for this, we're going to miss the next two weeks. So yeah, it's true. totally fine. Uh, no episodes for the next yeah. two weeks, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, yeah. I'm heading out to BC for a week, and then uh, we have to miss the next one, me and Kyle, for golf tournament. Golf. We might try to do that one on Sunday if we can, but we'll see. We'll see. Depends how I recover from Saturday. This is true. <laughs> d- d- this is true. But we got a lot of sports to talk about. We missed last week due to technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just being overly tired. And, and, and a nap after a golf round in the morning. Yeah, shut up. That, 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 that helps but uh, it was play the te- a factor there, there into was, it. There was also the rain, and we, it was hard uh, to get all the wiring outside. So, you know what? We're going to leave it yeah. as mostly technical difficulties. Um, but damn, a lot's happened in that two weeks. Absolutely. We got Champions League final. Yep. We know who's playing in that. NHL final. We know who's playing in that. And NBA final, we almost no, know half who's playing. <laughs> who's playing in that. Well, we know who will be playing. It's just which two of the three teams. You could say that at the beginning of the playoffs. Exactly. It could be one of, it'd be two <laughs> of the 16 teams that but got into the playoffs. It's a little easier now. There's, it's going to be one other team. Somebody in Golden State. Team. Somebody in Golden State. Well, let's start where we always start. Little NHL and uh, the finals have been set for what a w- almost a week now. I think it was Monday yeah. that the game yeah. was. Yep. Got St. Louis coming out of the Western Conference to face the big bad Boston Bruins. Ah, they're not that bad. Skill wise, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's really what that yeah. phrase means, but okay, yeah. we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um this is going to be a very interesting matchup. I mean, the Bruins have the experience. They have they've been there before. They got the size. But this Blues team seems to just be on a destiny route right now, and they have the skill. You you know that. You look at yeah. that lineup. They got Tarasenko. They got Riley or O'Reilly. They got Shen. They got all these guys who are very very good players. Mm-hmm. It's not like they don't deserve to be here. No, of course not. Well, they got out of the West, which. After the first round was the hardest conference to come out of. Absolutely. The East, after that first round, if Boston didn't make it through, there would have been a different problem. Yeah. I didn't trust Columbus. Columbus, I, they beat Tampa, but still. The only still. way Columbus would have competed was if Bobrovsky stood on his head every game. And then Carolina beat, beating Washington, defending champs. I don't think anybody expected that ever. Absolutely not. And not then having the Islanders against Carolina, that was probably the least watched series in the history of the NHL because nobody cared really and then Boston had a free route basically because if they didn't take care of Carolina in the Eastern final there would have been a different problem yeah 
Yeah. I, I, I totally get what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, the Bruins have been there. The oh, Bruins no, know what they're and, doing. And that's why I think that, that I, I, I said this before. Like, yes, I'm a Leafs fan, but that first-round matchup with the Leafs and Bruins, whoever came out of that had a very good chance of going far. Yeah. Yeah. And and I I like Boston because they're rested. They took care of Carolina. St. Louis has been, had huge seven-game matchups against – they went to the end with Dallas. Yeah. They just won. They just won against San Jose, but that was not an easy series by any means. And it'll be interesting to see if the Bruins are over rested or if they're ready and they're healthy. That's the biggest thing. I think Boston's healthy with the extra couple of days, but I think a little bit of rust in the first game for both teams. Yeah, because it's like what a week for for uh, for St. Louis. St. Louis will be a week, and then yeah, I don't know why they didn't start the the series a little earlier. Could it be Arena? Could it be? I think it's TV a, broadcasting. I think rates? it's a bit of everything, mm. a- and obviously the money too. But like, they weren't sure if the series was going to go to seven games, so you have to add two more days, right? Right. So yes, this game, this series finished in six. It was on Monday. I'm surprised they didn't start Saturday. Yeah, but you mean today? Yes. Yeah. Okay. But talking from back then, like, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised they didn't schedule it to start today. And that's I, I honestly the biggest thing is that it's kind of like the Super Bowl. Yeah, you have the the middle week with the Pro Bowl, right? You get yeah, a week, but they've never week. done that in hockey. No, but you basically get two weeks, right? This is one of those times where Boston swept in four, so they're like, okay, you know what? Let's push the series back a little bit. Let's make all the money we can with media and promotion and all that kind of stuff. No, nobody expected Boston and St. Louis in the final. Fair, right? But my my thing is, what promotion have they been doing? You run the ads. You run what? What ads? I have not seen yeah, anything. There hasn't been much about the the playoffs. The, and the now, granted, we're a little most most likely it's in the states, though. Uh, that's, that's fine, but like at the moment, we're in we're in a Toronto area that is heavily Raptors, just based on how they're doing, and that's Plus fine. Points, yeah. But if you watch the sports shows every morning, like I do, because that's what I do when I eat breakfast, <laughs> there's no talk about the NHL final. No, it's nothing. Raptors. It's Raptors. The only first thing that I've heard in the past week is all oh, the St. Louis Blues are going into the final against the team that beat them with the Bobby Orr goal. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's all I've heard, and I heard it life. once. There's no talk about this. I understand the media aspect, yeah. and it, had they done it right, mm-hmm. it makes sense. But I just in Canada, at least, I haven't seen anything. Well, that's what I, I really don't think they care about Canada right now for viewership right now. To I be guess. honest. Right, because if you go in Toronto right now, or you go in Milwaukee right now, there is no talk of hockey whatsoever, and there ain't no. It talking is all basketball. California either. With that's the, what I mean. With the Warriors, so that's the thing. Is like those three areas are all basketball. Right that's now, fine. I understand right? that. And Toronto being in the NBA, that means all of Canada is on basketball right now. They don't care about NHL until the NHL starts. And this is true because I know one of our uh, accounts out in BC. I was talking to him yesterday, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, good luck tomorrow." I'm like. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have that Raptors game tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's the biggest thing to happen yeah. to basketball yeah. in Canada. Way bigger than anything the Grizzlies did. Yeah, well, that, I, I never, th- I really didn't think about it. Like <laughs> the that. Raptors making the playoffs was bigger than anything the Grizzlies did. The Grizzlies made the playoffs. A couple times. Yeah, yeah, but they were terrible. I agree, but I'm just saying, like, I didn't think of it as, yeah. like, yes, it's a Toronto thing. So yeah. we grew up in this area. We know that having the Raptors or the Leafs really well is something that's really big or even the Blue Jays so like you've seen you saw it the last few years when the Blue Jays were good it meant so much to the city it's not it's not just a city though it becomes a whole country but that's the thing it didn't click in my head that it was that widespread 
Because you don't have that in the States. But you if you notice the last couple of weeks, because of Vlad and Biggio now, the Blue Jays are getting more coverage yeah, than the players Absolutely. Are. And it's, it's, well, I guess you're right. It's just, that's the city to look at. That's the team of Canada. Right. But and look, I just know, didn't yeah. click in my head yeah. that it was so widespread in those two sports because there's nothing else in Canada. Yeah. But like, if, it's crazy. If you think about it, if the Eastern or the Western final was Calgary and Winnipeg, that would be all you'd be hearing right now. Absolutely. Probably, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. If one of those teams made the final, it'd be pumping up. Canadian team has a chance to win the cup. Yeah. You'd be seeing flames, everything, wood jets, everything. That's what you would see. Yeah. Imagine but because it's St. Louis and Boston, Boston and Toronto have a rivalry, so I highly doubt any Toronto shows are going to show anything Boston-related. That's fine. And then St. Louis... St. Louis. Are they really that big of a deal in the States? In their market, yes. Outside of their market, what's absolutely their, what's not. their market? Missouri? Yeah, that's it. That ain't a big market. I didn't say it was a big market. I said so, in their market. So it's one of those like... I mean, their market is basically Cards fans. Yeah. And like, so Boston, Boston has the biggest market out of those two teams. Yeah. No doubt. Boston has been there before. Yeah, for sure. And, and it's an original 16. People, ex- people in Boston expect the Bruins to be... Contending at least every year. That's because people in Boston expect their teams to be contending yes. every year because it's Boston. It's true. Suck. <laughs> so if we went to the states right now and we went to one of those markets, I'm sure you would see Bruins, everything, oh, St. Yeah. Louis, everything. Oh, yeah. That's fair. But it's not getting the coverage up here because people really don't care as much. About this, the two teams. That's fair. This whole playoffs has been thrown out the door. Well, if you look at it's it, it's been if overshadowed. More if than the anything. Sharks yeah. got through the finals, though, I think there would have been better coverage. Oh, for sure. sure. Because of the whole yeah. Joe Thornton story. Exactly. Right? It would have been Joe getting but his car. You're right. That's with the fair. change with the Blues, everyone's like, well, all right. The only story they have is they've been the best team since yeah, January. They're the hottest team. Yeah. That's and the then there's thing, Boston, right? which, you know, nobody wants to watch. Yeah. Like, I'm, I will admit, if I can, depending on my schedule, I would love to watch every single game of this yeah. final. But. But you're also a I'm not hockey also, fan, right? Like, right yeah. now, everyone's kind of focused on a different sport. Yeah. Oh, I want to watch all of the finals on the basketball <laughs> as well. But that's another, that's a totally different <laughs> issue. We're not if, there yet. If games are on the same night, I'm screwed. I'm watching basketball. That's that's just me because I'm, I'm, ra- I'm a Raptors it. fan. Screw that. No, I'm a Raptors fan, right? No, no, but, yeah. but you pull no, up. No, the, but I'm, it's I'm, true I'm though, right? Like you're, you're going to support your Toronto-based yeah. team first. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm a Raptors fan too. I so, get that. It's fine. <laughs> it's one of those, like, I th- I'm hoping that they schedule it off nights. Why? I don't, you know, why, hope. I don't know why they wouldn't. That's my thing, just because you have to assume that. You want as much coverage as possible. You don't want to compete with another sport at all. And I get that the yeah. basketball will probably win out because basketball in the States is a lot bigger. And out, I, I'm talking outside of the two markets that are playing in the final. So outside of Boston and outside of the St. Louis market, I'm sure basketball is going to get better viewership than the NHL finals. Just, oh, because, sure. just because that's how it is. That's how that they prefer that sport. Well, right? it, it, and that's it's not all, a bad thing. It's, it's also a matter it of if that Canadian team makes it, you're having that entire Canadian market watch that game. That's fine. Raps first ever final. NBA final. Yeah. That is going to get national coverage. Yeah, every well, channel. TNT's is be already started that. coming up here to begin with. Exactly right? because they, it's the story that we want. Yeah, no, I, and I get that. I'm just a little. It looks like they do have them offset. By the way, do they? Okay. Yeah, because the first uh, NBA finals game is on Thursday and Thursday. Yeah, so they get four days off. It's basketball. They get three days off between games in the playoffs instead of two. Uh, usually, it was usually only a day. Like they go. It's been the day. No, it's the first two rounds. It was two days off in yeah. between. 
And mm. this this round was the only one that they had it one day off, yeah. and that's <laughs> why the players were all losing their minds for the first game. Well, and they're Giannis like, oh, this really good. isn't that bad. Sorry? I said, that's why uh, Giannis doesn't look good. We'll yeah. get into that. Anyways, to get back to the whole actual yeah. Stanley Cup, yeah. I had St. Louis. I bet on them three, four weeks ago. Yes, you did. I remember that. Um, I just, I think they're the hottest team. They are running into the hottest goalie in the in the playoffs right now in Rask. But they have the second hottest goalie. They have the second hottest goalie. So, <laughs> what Cassidy said the other day made me laugh. By the way, oh yeah, we have the edge because Binnington played for our AHL team last year. That means nothing. That means nothing. <laughs> Good for you. Binnington was a no name up until this year. Like, he was a prospect, but nobody thought he was going to be the starting goalie in the Stanley Cup final for St. Louis the year after. Not a chance. So it's like... There's no book on him. I found that hilarious. There's there's literally no book on him. Like, (laughs) expect the AHL coach to say something, but it's like, what are you going to say? Is blocker side's weak? The guy at blocker side's fantastic now. Like, I don't know... It was he was weak last year on the blocker. Yeah. Okay, and what about this year? Yeah, I got nothing. Well, he improved. <laughs> he improved over the off season. Really, I couldn't tell. That's real. That's like, helpful. Thank you. I, I honestly, I think this is gonna be a great series. I think oh, Boston. I think Boston and St. Louis. I think they actually match up physically. I think they match they up do. well. I know. That's I think St. Louis has the edge in speed. Yes, P- purely on the th- like th- their third and fourth lines. I, I I like their speed. Other than Maroon, yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, Maroon's the guy you stick in front of the net. He's the backus of. No, I, I know. I'm just saying. Like, other than Maroon, I totally agree. That, yeah. that those two lines mm-hmm. are probably and faster than the bottom. No, no, for sure. But I do, I do like, I like the matchup of O'Reilly and Bergeron. Probably the two be best so defensive centers in the NHL. Two of the best face-off centers too. So oh, yeah, yeah. that face-off battle is going to be interesting yeah. to watch, it, and it, it might not actually matter in the grand scheme of things because getting no, possession. I, really I, I so I think honestly for Boston I think it's going to come down to if Krejci and that secondary scoring can continue what they've been doing this playoffs. Yeah. yeah. Right because their first line is going to match up against St. Louis's first line it's probably going to be a wash back and forth depending yeah. on who scores the other team's going to retaliate. Yeah. I think if that secondary scoring for Boston continues they have a great chance of winning. That's totally it fair. It also depends on how they hamper in on that St. Louis defense cuz that St. Louis defense is great. So it depends on how they can get in on that forecheck, and if they can disrupt them breaking the puck out. Yeah, no, right. I agree with that as well. I think yeah. they match up really well. Like, they both have a sniper, Pasternak, Tarasenko. Yep. you got two very good centermen for, you know, top line. I think it's even. Yeah. yeah. It'll, be a, it'll be a very fun matchup, in my opinion. And I think the craziest stat out of all of this, if, it, if I told you guys to pick who was going to be the leading goal scorer in the playoffs out of the two final teams, guaranteed. Before the playoffs, <laughs> neither one of you would have picked Jaden Schwartz. No, no. <laughs> I mean, but and he's and he's taking the the chances and he's doing yeah. what he needs to do. But I would not have picked him. Well, whenever bl- the Blues have made the playoffs, he's been a constant performer. They've just yeah. never gotten out of the first round. So this yeah. is like we're seeing him for like now four rounds. But the guy has twelve goals. Yeah, two hat tricks in sixteen <laughs> and sixteen points in nineteen games. Like. Well, he I don't think well, I expected him to do that. This well. whole team's just clicking. I know he's, he's they're, they're finding it. He he had to step up because Tarasenko had a terrible year this year, yeah. and he's oh, yeah. Tarasenko has started to find it in the playoffs for sure. But he had to step up in that first oh, round at least, absolutely, in order to give him something. Absolutely, yeah. and I'm just saying, like I don't think anyone would have expected him to be the leading goal scorer in all of no. the playoffs. Not a chance. Well, sorry, second to Kutcher. I, I will give him credit. He was on fire. Oh, in absolutely. Playoffs. And with, with St. Louis sl- shutting down them down was 
astounding as is. Yeah. I always said I never trusted Martin Jones, and I think he proved that this playoffs that they got by with him in net. Oh yeah. But he did not stand on his head or make no, any he, real difference in a series. He was a pylon for most of the series. Yes. And he had the third worst save percentage out of all 17 go- playoff goalies. Who's who are uh, the two under him? Well, Vasilevsky was last. Well, that's Vasilevsky was last. Slapped. And yeah. Mrazek. See, Mrazek played better than that, though. Yes. Mrazek kept His goals against was better. Mrazek kept them in games. I agree. I'm just saying save percentage. If we I, look I think, goals against... Mrazek's stats went down in that Islander series because the, the Hurricanes don't win that first series without Mrazek in that. Oh, absolutely not. No, no, no. Yeah. I, I totally agree. And that that's... I'm just looking at stats purely and, like, no, Jones is sure. also fourth last in goals against out of all the go- playoff goaltenders so, with Renee Smith and Vasilevsky behind him. The biggest thing is for San Jose... Do you adjust? Do you adjust in the off season? There's a there's there's this big name goalie out there. I don't know if you've heard of him. His name's Bobrovsky. Imagine him in a, in the teal and white. Jeez. The big. You, you I, don't to, you, the, you, I don't think they have. I don't think they have the cap space. Tra- no, but you trade Jones, and that that becomes at least half of your cap space you need for him. Yeah. Because Bobrovsky is getting carry price money. Hundred percent. Oh yeah. I 100%. totally agree. Who I'm takes not, Jones though? The team like what? Edmonton. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Edmonton. Yeah, <laughs> they'll take a chance on him. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, right. Bobby Lou's getting older. No, you no. sure as hell ain't think. trusting James Reimer to be your starter. No, they they might buy him out. The way it's so, working out. Yeah. yeah. Other than that, Ottawa could always need a goaltender because Craig Anderson's getting older and he's got family. He's got the, family the issues and stuff, the right? So is I think they have a couple. Uh, to their credit, the Sens actually have a couple. Goalie prospects sitting in they, the They do, yeah. So yeah. They, they're not in as much of a rush to put a new guy in, especially because this rebuild's going to take five years probably. Well, realistically, if you're Ottawa, you're saying to San Jose, we'll take Jones from you. We're not going to give you much back, but we'll take him from you. Yeah, we'll take that cap hit off yeah. of you. Yeah. You want to get rid of four and a half million? Bring five, it over here. We'll take it. 5.75. Is that what yeah. for Jones? Yeah. So I'm just looking at it yeah. now, and right now they have one, two, three, four. They, they, they got what? Soderstrom's their top one, isn't he? Their goaltender? Isn't he their top? For who? Ottawa? Ottawa. I know it's Hogberg and... Uh, Hoiberg. Hoiberg and uh, what's his face? The guy yeah. they picked up from the trade. But here, here's the big issue with San Oh, the... Gustafson? Pitts, yeah, Pittsburgh guy. Yeah. Gustafson. Here, here's my big issue with San Jose. Not the fact that they... Like, right now it says they're projected to have $24 million in cap space. Yeah, but that's, that's always until people re-sign and stuff. I know. They have to sign... Kevin LeBlanc, Jonas Donskoy, Joe Pavelski, Joe Thornton, Gustav Nyquist, Timo Meyer. So essentially the harder team Eric other Carlson. than Kutcher. K- Carlson's gone. Joachim o- Ryan. Honestly, I do not think Carlson's going to get that much money this year. No, but Joachim Ryan as the defenseman. Yeah, and Aaron Dell's contract is up after next year. Right? So they got they got a lot to kind of figure out before yeah. they make a move for a goalie. Because yeah. they can keep Jones right now. Like, that's not... It's not an end-all, be-all that they have to move him this summer. Yeah. But if they want to get to that next step, they probably do. Like you have good defense. You take Eric, Eric Carlson out, your defense is yeah. still, still have pretty Thurman. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Burns, Vlasic, Braun, Dylan are your top four then. And, and then that you have you can fill in people from there. So they put, played Middleton a lot this year on his entry level. Mm-hmm. He has one more year left on that entry level contract. Was he the actual Leafs guy? Um, Sounds familiar. The Middleton, I'm pretty sure we drafted Jacob Middleton. Jacob Middleton? 
No, it wasn't Jacob. I think it was. Um, they have Radim Simek, who played in the playoffs a lot, and he has another year on his contract yeah. at six hundred. I think defensively they're okay. They're yeah. fine. I'm just saying, like they they probably need one more defenseman sign because they only have like a depth. Six. Defense. But even then, they you, only have six. You right can now. sign so like a guy like Roly Polioli if you really well, wanted to. Joachim Ryan, like, who's on their team, he was he's, yeah. an, he's an RFA, so that makes it just makes perfect sense to put him as the seventh guy and have the bottom three kind of intermingle. And this thing is, you take Carlson's cap hit off. You have cap space for that, and then you can re-sign Pavelski and Thornton. I'm just saying, if got, they have to come to, back. He already said yes. He's already said he's going to come back. He's going to play in San Jose as long as they can. I think the, the thing I, I think they're going to lose is Donskoy, though. Yeah. I think Donskoy, somebody's going to get paid. Like somebody's going to pay him. That's that's what's he making thing. right now, or what did he just make? I think he's entry level. Is he not? No, he's 27. He's 27. Okay, well he's not making much then. I don't think. Uh, his last contract was. Uh, 3.8. Okay. okay. I was going to more 3. than I thought. Yeah. But so. Yeah. Sorry. That was total. I apologize. 1.9. 1.9. Okay, that yeah, makes more sense. Going up to three. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> it was a weird read. Realistically, right? he's probably going to make 3.8 or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And some team's going to take a chance on him being that scoring winger that everybody wants, right? He put up he's nine. put up 14 goals both of the last two years. Yeah. And yeah. playing a third-line role. Exactly. Right? So if he gets that chance to play up upper levels, who knows? Yeah. yeah. So it'll it'll be interesting how they kind of retool. Yeah. There's a couple teams in both conferences that I think really need to retool to try to take that next step. I could see Dallas maybe retooling a little bit as well. I think the only, the only thing they really need is secondary scoring. Mm. But that includes retooling because I don't know how much cap space they have. Well, they'll, they'll lose Spetz's 7 mil. Yeah, Spetz is gone. Um, they're in a good position. I, I think you're right. Like Maybe add maybe a Don Squay in there yeah. in the top nine role. Well, th- to me is, do you, obviously it depends on how much cops, cap space you have, do you go after a guy, like one of those top tier guys, try and push your team over the top? That's do you drop Radulov down or do you drop Sagan down to the second line mm. to spread it out a little bit more? Yeah. Right? Well, that's what Montgomery did for the season and then come playoffs, he put them back. Well, it's because they, they were struggling. You also they saw that in the with the Colorado team. They had they had the top line for yeah. a part of the season, and they would switch out, and then they would switch back, and they would switch out, and they would switch yeah. back, and it, it it works. Every time you need a spark, you put those three together, yeah. and yeah. they they go score a few for a few games. Then you break them up again, and they go score on the other lines. And you need another spark. Hey, there you go. They're back yeah. together. It's so who's the top free agents? Obviously, Panarin's probably the number LeBron's one, team. if not two. Yeah, right. Two. And then Duchesne is probably third. I think so. Well, uh, would would, you, play play would you count Carlson as the top three? <laughs> coming Minus out, coming out of last though? year, yeah, I would have. Yeah, I probably I probably still have him top ten though. Oh, for sure. Oh, top but 10, but yeah. like everybody was I talking about, everybody was talking about him making eleven million dollars as a defenseman. Because coming out of last year, he probably earned eleven million. But the problem but, is, but he, he didn't follow it up. But he was never that a good defenseman. No, it's just point getter. Don't get me wrong, one of the better ones. Great. And I think that's why Ottawa walked on the eleven mil. They're like, okay, what do you want to? What do you want to give us? We'll take that. Yeah, and they got a, they got a decent deal for well, it. Well, like <laughs> from, they were saying like the points from like what Ottawa gave up and mm-hmm. what they got, they actually got more point production out of the players they got back. Yeah, so. yeah, because they got depth. Yeah, uh, and they got a stud defense prospect. Yeah, he's, he's gonna he's gonna be a stud. Which one, Shabbat or Brandstrom? They got Brandstrom in the deal. Shabbat yeah. wasn't. Well, in the, in the, in the, in the no, in the no, that was deal. In the Stone deal. Oh, Talking about the Carlson deal, they had right. Demello added the uh, yeah. right. Sorry, DeMello but it was Demello, Tierney, Bodker. No, Bodker was already there. 
and then a first round or something. Yeah, something like that. Like they didn't get much, but Tierney had a great year in Ottawa. No, he was a leader in that locker room. And yeah, they for sure. It. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking at Sportsnet, and they have Carlson is the number one free agent. Well, you're you're always looking for a defenseman, <laughs> right? And I think that's why it's at the top. Um, Panarin's two, Duchesne's three, Bobrovsky's four. Uh, Skinner's five because he doesn't have a contract with Buffalo. Don't get it. Pavelski's six because technically he doesn't have a contract with San Jose. See, to sign to me, them. Skinner that he's, could be that could, flyer. that could be a guy for Dallas. That could be a guy for Colorado too. Oh, absolutely. I think anyone could pick up. That would be so nice. But Fantastic the biggest thing is, he had a great first half. Yeah. And did absolutely nothing in the second. Well, he half. was hurt. He was. I'll, I'll give him that. But that's been his career. I know. I he always had the potential to being yeah. a fantastic player. I agree. But could but, never stay healthy. Okay, so now you put him on. Let's just humor me for this one. I'm going to say Colorado. Let's say they, he signs in Colorado. Okay. You now have a top line of him, McKinnon, Rantanen. Yeah. You drop Landeskog to the second line, which is what they tended to do from when they were flipping people around. That top line, Skinner will produce on that line. Oh, for sure. I don't don't doubt well, it. Give him, well, you're giving him a proven center and a proven exactly. Lineman, right? That's what I mean. Whereas in Buffalo, Buffalo, he just had Eichel, and Eichel was hot we, and cold. But Eichel, of, yeah. But Eichel is a very very good center. When okay. he's on, he is a very good center. Mm-hmm. But they had nothing on the other side of that wing. The only, the only thing I'm worried about if if that is the line, yeah. will he get the puck? But that's the thing. He's gonna have look to at how many look how many goals or and assists Landeskog got. Look at his stats this year. No, no, I, I'm just saying. So he'll still I, Eichel, get Eichel is a pass-first guy. Understand. That's why Skinner killed it with Eichel. Because Skinner and Eichel going a two-on-one, you know for a fact Skinner's getting that puck. Fair. Would he do the same with Rantanen and McKinnon like, there? I don't know. I, I right? honestly don't know. Like Obviously, names, face value, that looks fantastic. It looks mm-hmm. great. Yeah. I, I but does it, it was more it, of a it's, hype Yeah, no, but it's fit, right? That's the biggest thing. Uh-huh. That's I why agree. I think... in. If he does go to Dallas or Philadelphia, because Philadelphia needs all the scoring they can possibly get, Philadelphia needs a lot, <laughs> right? Yeah. If he if he goes to Dallas, who's going to play in that centerman for with him? Right. I don't know. I don't know. There's Segs. Do they drop Sagan down? Who plays top line then with Ben? Because Ben oh, and Ben and Skinner yeah, are both ben left wingers. Left wingers. Right. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't think and that, that would and, be a good fit. And that's the thing. So like. Maybe they re-sign Spezza for a lesser contract and have him play second line center. Maybe that's the case. Whatever. Well, he was down at the third or fourth this year. He's not. I don't. Know. I honestly, I don't even know their depth to be honest. But I know they have some young and up and coming guys that yeah. potentially could fill in there. I. They, what was I'm gonna say? To figure, I'm trying to figure out where he would fit now. Like, well, you can also Florida. Honestly, if he goes to Philly, that'd be huge. Fair yeah, because he has you have Couturier and or Giroux. And they're both. Like, Giroux is playing wing, but if you put him back on not, center, oh yeah. right? Mm-hmm. You put him back on center, because I think he was on the right wing, and then I think it was Kateri in the middle, and I think it was Voracek on the left. Yeah, when Simmons left, opposite. Right? Something like that. Yeah, and then it was, I think, Patrick was playing second line center. Yeah. Yeah. But if if, if you drop Patrick to third line center, you put the you put Skinner on the wing with Kateri, yeah. and you leave that top line of Giroux, Voracek, and somebody else <laughs> and fill in blank here that could be that could be huge because that, that would give them a huge depth obviously they have the goal turn of their future for philly yeah and see where that goes right. you know where else he could end up new jersey 
with Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall. Play second line? Because Taylor Hall's left wing. Yeah. yeah, but Taylor Hall's also played right. Yeah. Right? So if they get a player like Skinner, they might flip Hall back to the right and have the, him play on that line with... Uh, who they have as a top line center? For that. It wasn't Heischer, was it? No. No, but they they could put Heischer up next year. You never know. Yeah. Right? Those guys are both passed. Or Or you can leave Skinner on the second line and play have him play with Heischer, and that gives you two That's pretty, pretty there's good the scoring There's lines. the other option, yeah. right? So. right? I don't think Skinner's going to be a top line guy. I think he can be. I think he can if be. If he stays in Buffalo, he is. Oh, yes. If he yeah. stays in Buffalo, for sure. Situationally, yeah. he can. But I think he's better suited to be that secondary scoring. He'll give you 35 goals. Yeah. Yeah. But he's but better at the secondary scoring because he's not playing against those top shutdown centers. Yeah. Takes the pressure. Plays off against him. Bergeron. Takes against. Plays against O'Reilly. Yeah, he's not getting that many points. No. But plays against secondary like Krejci or whatever. Coyle maybe. or Corrali or exactly whatever. Cadre. Cadre. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's more third, but whatever. <laughs> well, Cadre could be a second line center. On yeah, you could. That's what if, you're if you can, I'm comparing. Not be suspended. That's a whole other story. Yeah, if he's playing, I didn't say um, <laughs> if he's not playing. If he's not playing, it doesn't no, matter. No, that whole like, thing goes out the take window. The pressure off the exactly. top lines. Yeah, for sure. This guy's absolutely. He's a very good goal scorer. Exactly. You can find that. He's absolutely. he's a pure goal scorer. Goes back no to doubt about now. that. It, it could happen. No, he will not go back to Carolina. They will not. After the season they had, you could. They will not bring him back. Maybe. No, they won't bring him back. They won't bring him. Um, no, further down that list, they'll go down Panarin if anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, further down that list, they have Tyler Myers. Yeah, uh, so it's really not that good of a free agency J- crop. Jake Gardner. Bye. Kevin Hayes. Anders Lee. I'm See, interested. I'm looking at depth See, now after five. Anton Strawman. O- Anders Anders Dezingle. Lee could be hugely underrated though. But he's not leaving. He's the captain. You of wouldn't the think he's leaving, he's but leaving. the captain they're of the Islanders left before. Yeah, but they yes, don't want, but that was gonna, different. Yeah, but they don't want to lose a second captain. In that right. was different. So, so are they going to overpay him then? Absolutely. Well, what did uh, <laughs> was it? Nelson just got a six million dollar per year. Basically, that's, that's a that's a pricey pay yeah. for Nelson. So then you're going to have to give Anders Lee more because he's your leader. Oh, absolutely. Anders Lee, you're looking at minimum seven and a half, eight. Yeah, but he, he's a goal scorer. Physical presence, captain, captain, like captain, just adds a million dollars onto your 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 salary. So right here's there. here's the thing, they are the Islanders are projected with twenty nine mil right now for cap space okay. going into the next year with they need to sign a lot of people, but not not like big pieces though. Yeah. Like, well, I was most of their, most the, of their guys are resigned. Yeah, right? if you look at who's not signed from their ro- lo- roster this year, Bolivia. He's an RFA. He's probably 1.5-ish. He's an RFA, though, as well. Yeah. Yeah. Lee. Dal Cole, who is an mm-hmm. RFA as well. Yeah. You tender him. Tom Kuhnhackle. Tanner Fritz. Okay, so it's like... Jordan Eberle. Uh, okay, Eberle. Eberle that, one might, that one could throw a wrench and everything. Mm-hmm. Valtteri Filipula. Those are the forwards. The two defensemen that are not signed or don't have a contract for next year are Lucas Spiza... And Dennis Seidenberg. They have Boychuk, Letty, Hickey, Pulak, Pelik, Mayfield, and Taze all signed for next year already. Yeah. And then they need to sign a goalie because Leonard, Leonard's contract's up. But they and have Grice. N- uh, if you're going to run with Grice purely, that's that's a bold move. I'm just no. I'm just saying like they just need a goalie yeah. to go with Grice. If it's Leonard, it's Leonard. What well, the biggest? But thing if it's is not, whatever. Leonard, Leonard's going to get paid. That's fine. I, I'm not denying that, but they have $29 million and they need to sign zero defensemen, technically. Yeah. They need to sign one goalie. Let alone anybody else. And two key know. forwards up there. 
one, they have one right two. so they have 29 mil so let's say you go eight 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 that's let's say lee gets eight mil let's say yeah, i believe six i'd probably say 14 then laney you're probably paying at least four okay so there's 18 there's 18 so you still have 11 million dollars to work with but that uh, that's also you have to sign bolivier Dalcole. Yeah, you you tender them. Yeah, so you you well, you either tender them or you take the chance that somebody signs into an offer sheet. Yeah, right. Because I think this I think this offseason has a gonna chance to be there's going to be an offer sheet. sheet. I think central. there's going to be an offer sheet for sure for I, somebody. Yeah. I I think people were been raving that oh it's offer sheets offer sheets offer sheets. You got to give up a lot to get signed people to offer sheets. That's the only thing. Yeah, you yeah. sign a guy to like a three million dollar contract, you're giving him like a second and a third. Oh, don't forget, they still have DiPietro's contract technically on the books. Well, don't they still have technically Andrew Ladd, who I'm pretty sure <laughs> hasn't played for them in a year? Uh, he's or injured. he's been absolutely useless? He's been, he's been useless. I think he's still on the roster. No, he doesn't seem to be on cap friendly. Oh. And don't forget, they also have some young guys, too. Yeah. Like Kiefer Bellows could come up next year. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure he could go up. up Noah Dobson. I, I, I thought I saw Andrew Ladd at the top. Yeah, he's still signed. That's from what I'm reading up. Here. Oh yeah, Andrew Lads right there. What he's he's still in the assistant captain, <laughs> which is saying something. But they also have three. How do they have three? Because you can have you can have up to four captains listed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right between season A's. Well, we kind of got off track there. From the we did, but that's playoffs, fine. But, but it's fine. We were just talking about stuff. And it's I like talking about yeah. hockey stuff. So, pick. He's not allowed to pick. No, no, no. Irfan is not allowed to pick. Impartial pick. He St. doesn't Louis have it. St. Louis and six. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Pick. I had St. Louis and six. I had as well. Yeah. I just I think Rask has been the best he's goalie been, in the playoffs. I think if he still plays as well as he's been playing, and they lose in six, he should still win the. Which won't happen. He'll get consideration. He'll, it won't happen. He will finish he second to Jaden Schwartz. I no, especially if Jaden Schwartz does anything in this I'm final. Say, I'm saying let's let's say that Rask still keeps his goals against and save percentage where it is right now, mm-hmm. which is what something it's like stupid. One point four. Yeah, one point eight four goals against and nine forty two. If he hovers around those numbers, and they lose games one nothing, and they lose in six. Yeah. But then doesn't Bennington get the vote? Let's say they get blown out in the two games that the Bruins win. Oh, point. Uh, again, this is these are all hypotheticals. But I'm just saying, I don't think Bennington wins the Smythe. Okay. No. Over Rask. Bennington has had a great playoffs. He's a 2-3-6 goals against average and a 9-14 save percentage. Those are great numbers for a rookie in the NHL playoffs who led his team to the and, final. And he probably played more dangerous teams at the same time. Yeah. There you go. But... If Rask can keep his numbers where they are, even if they lose, yeah. my opinion, he should still win the consmite because he has been the best player in the playoffs. When's the last time a losing team player got the consmite? Wasn't it Hasek? Yeah, it was years ago because p- people were saying the exact same thing about Flurry last year. Yeah. The exact same thing. But he didn't show up in the finals. I know. That's what I'm saying. But everybody was talking about oh, no matter what, Flurry is going to win that consmite. No. no matter what. No matter what. No. No, it's it, the biggest thing is that I don't even think. I think as 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 your team loses, you get dropped in consideration. Okay, people that have the chance for the con Smythe, it's either the, the, the top player on your team or the top performer in that final series. Yeah, 
No, right? Lacan Smythe is all over the playoffs. I that's get, my I, that's I, my I, thing. I, I get that, but when you're actually winning it, yeah, I understand. You have it. a higher like, chance. Like yeah. who won it last year? Was it Kuznetsov won it? No. Was it TJ Oshie? No. Who? It wasn't Ovi that won it. Yes, it was. I thought Ovi was supposed to win it. and He didn't actually win no, it. No, he won it. Oh. oh, I thought it was Oshi. No, it was Ovi. And it was one of those like people were saying that he shouldn't have won it, but he won it. Whatever. And it's one of those. I think if you win, if they lost, he wouldn't have won it. It would have been Flurry that won it. Hundred yeah. percent. I was wrong with the last person to win it who didn't win the cup. It was a goalie. I was right. But it was Jean-Sebastien Chiquere for the Ducks in 2003. Three? Yeah. Oh, that Ducks team. About that. that Ducks team also had an 11-day layoff. <laughs> the best part about it is that four, there's there's only been five players to win the Conn Smythe Trophy that lost the Stanley Cup. Yeah. Four of the five? Goaltenders. Goaltenders. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Four of the five are goaltenders. The only player to win it without winning the cup was Reggie Leach for the Philadelphia Flyers. <laughs> Who? Yeah. Was that in the 70s? Uh, 80s. 87. Oh. Or, sorry. 70s. 76. Yeah. I was looking at the wrong. Yeah. I, I think it's going to be a good series for sure. I think so. Um, I'm hoping it is at least maybe to get something back from this playoffs because I think the playoffs have been a they've been interesting Yeah. but they've been a letdown for NHL fans. It, it, because like the top teams weren't exactly there. Yeah. It, in, in the NH- okay. in the NHL's perspective, this playoffs has been terrible. I guess, but right, they're kind of like changing of the guard essentially. Yeah, it's one of those. So, out of the East, NHL's ideal would have been Tampa, Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Those or four, Toronto mixed in Boston or Toronto, either one. It would have still been a big market. This is that, it. That one was more of a toss e- up. Whoever came out of that first round yeah. series, they, they Th- really those four it. teams were what the NHL wanted to come out. Because that's what we've expected the last 11, 12 Correct. years. Correct. And it's what brings the most people to watch. Correct. Yes. Right? Out of the West. Out of the West would have been Calgary, Winnipeg, Vegas. Nashville. You can get Vegas to nod there. And Vegas, probably. Because well, Vegas uh, was a huge Cinderella story. But actually, it probably San Jose. Yeah, San Jose. Probably San Jose. Yeah. I would almost argue. That seeing Colorado come out might have been big for them too, because Colorado had that fan base in the early two thousands, and it, it is a big fan base. They they might have drawn very well as well. Yes, it's against Calgary. Cal- Calgary would have had the Canada market, which yeah. would have been a whole that's, story. That's the thing. It's it's more right. of a toss up on that one yeah. because if they want more people in the states, they wanted the Colorado one. To, they wanted Colorado to come out so that they could get that state's mm. viewership from the Colorado play- fans yeah. who they do have a decent fan base. They they really do. I just, I just I think honestly I think a Calgary Winnipeg West absolutely. final would have been absolutely huge for numbers wise absolutely for viewership all but that the, stuff. But here's my thing, and you already said it, it's mm. still Canada's game. We are still watching all these games, not as not as often though, because that that Carolina Islander series I can safely say for a fact was probably one of the worst watched. That's fine, but did you right. watch any of it? No, didn't watch a single game. Okay, I did. I didn't care. Watched like ten minutes and was like, "This is boring." I I, w- I, I, w- I watched some of the Boston Columbus series because that was a good series. It Fair. was a good series, right? Boston outplayed them for sure, but Columbus had their chances. Yeah, they won two games. <laughs> they, I'm just saying they won two games. Like it's not like they got completely blown out of the lo- water. Lots of teams win games. a couple games in the playoffs purely out of I the other team just doesn't show up. I agree. I'm just it was just more of a statement. And it was one of those the worst thing that could have happened for the NHL would have been a Columbus Carolina. F- Eastern Absolutely. final. Absolutely, I agree. I I totally agree. Yeah, 
like and the worst th- thing to happen out of the West could have been a Dallas, probably Vegas. No, I'd still watch that because of no. Vegas. No, I know, but yeah. I'm saying the worst possible matchup yeah, so, was yeah. Dallas and Vegas because if it was Dallas Colorado, that's a rivalry. That's they they go back in history. Yes and no, though. I think pure like Dallas Colorado, like Colorado gets views still. Yeah. But I don't think their viewership is the same as it was. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying that at all. And I, I would say probably the least watched teams in the West would have been Dallas and Colorado. But I'm saying they have a rival. They have the history rivalry, so they they would have been yeah, able to they, build that up. They a would push bit. that. Yeah, but their but markets would have been more interested than everyone else. Yeah, it's just like the finals now. It's the mark. Absolutely. Their markets absolutely. are huge on it. Absolutely. But see, you had Winnipeg. Winnipeg. A lot of a lot of people in the states do like Winnipeg because they were like a powerhouse team, all that kind of stuff. Nashville was the huge thing that, you know, in the market in the U.S. Yeah. Nashville was a oh, Nashville's great. Nashville's great. Smashville. Everybody loves. Smashville. Everybody loves. You know how yeah. how they are in that game yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Everybody loved them. San Jose is always the the team that's there, but never can quite make it. Yeah. Right. Vegas is the Cinderella story, right? Yeah. You know, St. Louis is the oh, they they were the worst to first, right? In the regular season, worst to first. Calgary's Calgary. Calgary was the top team in the West, right? Yeah. Or yeah. second team or whatever. No, they were top. Okay. And then, so each, each everybody, everybody had a story. Yeah, that's fair. Colorado and Dallas were, were the Wildcats. We're still here. Yeah. Colorado's story was, how the hell did we get yeah. here? <laughs> it was, it's one, it's, it's not even, hey, we're here. No, it's for sure. how the hell did we get and here? <laughs> like, you know, Columbus's, right? Columbus in the East. Same thing. They were... We traded every goddamn pick we have to try and make it to the to, to the playoffs, yeah. and we, we got it. here. We won the first round. Oh, we just yeah, that's all we got. It's okay. They Colorado beat the best or Carolina was a bunch of jerks. That was yeah. an easy story to sell. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I, think I, you're, I, yeah. I think if you look at story wise, yeah, Colorado and Dallas for sure. Enough. Fair enough. So, fair so enough. it's like they lucked out. Mm-hmm. The, the NHL lucked out. The Boston won, and St. Louis, and St. Louis won, and he, even even with San Jose being there, San Jose. The, they almost got there. Oh, they had a chance. Yeah, yeah. there's a story. Every, Do they yeah, come yeah, back? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody's still believing in that, right? Fair enough. Okay. So that's that's the biggest thing is I th- I think they lucked out with that. Fair enough. Um, but obviously the NHL always comes down. It's a money's game. It is. But <laughs> it's every sport now. Absolutely. It's absolutely. Like, and, Speaking and of money. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was gonna say and then the other the other thing to make uh, you about where to dump cap. The cap the cap dump hell. Arizona. Yeah. Hey, they had a decent year this year. They might not be cap dump hell for the future. That we might need to find a new cap dump hell. They'll always be that. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about NHL? Because we've done that for you know forty-two minutes now. Oh, all right. Well, look at that. Probably should. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> That's what you get when you haven't been all together. In <laughs> 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 this might be a long episode. Right? <laughs> well, if it's making up for next week's. Episode, or we're basically go. catching up to last five weeks in the next two fine. weeks. Right? Yeah, it's fine. exactly. It's fine. Um. I quickly want to touch on MLB because obviously we had history yep. for the Toronto Blue Jays yesterday having the two Hall of Famers kids play on the same team. First time in MLB history that that's happened. But Something I was talking fun. with TJ in the car yesterday when we were going to lunch. And if you look at this Toronto system, like the minor league system and everything, we could be set at every position except for outfield. <laughs> Which sounds ridiculous because that's where we always had prospects coming up. Yeah. Now we have nobody. Yeah. Like, literally, if you look at the prospect pool right now, and even in the MLB, because half of our prospects are already up right now. Yeah. Jansen behind the plate. Yep. 
he's pretty pretty much guaranteed. If not, we have th- like apparently we have five of our top thirty prospects are catchers. Yeah, we we have some good guys in the minors, right? For sure. So catcher, I think we'll be okay. Yeah. First base, Teles. He looks like he's going to stay. Is he going to be a first baseman? Is the biggest question. That's, or that's is he going to be a DH? That's, that's the biggest question. But at the same time, he can play first base. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if we have to, he can play first base. Yeah, absolutely. Second base looks like it's going to be Biggio. The way he's come up, he can, he can play other positions, which is fine. Or but Lords. he looks or Lords or Lords. But they've also moved Lords to the outfield, so that Biggio could come up and play well, second. Because Biggio plays every position other than catcher and pitcher on the fi- in the field. Yes. Yeah. So let's okay. So either way, we have a second baseman figured yeah. out. Shortstop looks like it's going to be Bichette. If he can improve on his defense, he will stick there. There you go. If not, I can see him sliding over to second. Okay. Yeah, and then. Guriel or Biggio goes to short. Exactly. So exactly. Yeah. It's no, fine. We have those like two mid- Middle infield, you're fine. Yeah. Third base, Vlad. Yeah. And he's he's come up, and he's played very good defensively. And I have yeah. no issues with how he's Th- played. That was his biggest question, was if he can be the defensive third baseman that uh, everybody wants him to be. Look and blast. in a very small sample size, very good. Absolutely. His, uh, his third or first on his ass was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then you look in the outfield. Grichuk, very nice piece. I'm I'm okay with having him in the outfield of an MLB in, team. He's got to include in, in, improve on his contact. That's what. It That's is. fine, but he's a very nice piece to mm-hmm. have in the outfield. Davis could be a very nice piece because <laughs> he's got he's got the ability to pl- to track down pretty much yeah. everything, and he's got the speed. Oh. And he might not hit for power, but in the lineup where you have Grichuk, Telez, Guerrero, Bichette. You're moving don't forward. Yeah. Need a, you don't necessarily <laughs> no, need another power outfield guy. Somebody's got to lead off. Well, which is what he's been doing. Exactly. And he so made a great catch the other night, too. Great. And then you have the black hole of the other outfield position. And you have Teoscar, who could play there. You have Biggio and Lourdes, who could play there. But they, know, they don't have a true outfielder. No. This, this is the two people I really don't like. Teoscar's got great power. Not a good baseball player. I, I'm just he Billy, Billy McKinney. Should not even been on the team to start the year. Agreed. I, I agree. They send him down, right? Yeah, yeah and and th- that he's going to stay there. I yeah, don't see him coming up. up. No, right? Unless and there's an injury. That's, even, that even then, I still think that they'll probably take up somebody else. I, I think Unless they'll pick up. Injuries. I think Al, I think Alfred would come back up before Billy McKinney comes back Unless up. There's multiple injuries. And Alfred was the biggest question mark. He was supposed to be the next great outfield prospect we have. Uh, great defensively. Cannot figure out how to hit at the It's either we we got players that can hit or we got players that can play defense. It's not <laughs> combinations. We have more shortstop prospects than I think every other MLB team in the entire. Even, like, well, if you actually look at it, that doesn't even include uh, Groshans, who's yeah. a third base shortstop prospect. It doesn't include. Oh, Warmouth. Warmouth. Yeah. Shortstop third base prospect. And there's one more, and I can't remember who the name is. And it's gonna but if you look at off. our depth now in the infield, it's because a couple years back we didn't have that. Yeah. And I think now that it's overcompensated <laughs> there. And now give it another three years, and we're going to have a lot of outfield prospects, yeah. but we're going to be thin. Well, it's, it's when you're starting Ryan Go as a second base, you're kind of thin yeah. on depth. Yeah. yeah. Go figure. So, don't worry, I love Ryan Goins. Oh, Kevin he's Smith was the other shortstop oh, yeah. third base prospect. He's, 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 he's purely third, third yeah. base. We though. can move him around. Orelvis Martinez is our 11th uh, top prospect. He's a shortstop. Uh, Leonardo Jimenez, shortstop. Oh, that, that was the guy we signed. So, like, we have so we, many. We, Kevin had, we had that question mark for Telez playing first, right? Yeah. Do they move Guerrero over to first at any that, point in that time? That is an option, and that and would then, open up because the spot we have so many prospects coming out of third and short. That would open up a spot for Groshans. Potentially, yes. Yeah. I think if Guerrero's not third, yeah. he's DH. 
I don't think he plays first. No, yeah, I think he's better as. I, I I think he's one of those guys that he can fill in the third base if you need to. Yeah. But you want him in your lineup because his bat. Yeah. Right. If his yeah. defense is there, his defense is there. If not, he's a DH. If he keeps playing defense like he has been, though, he could turn into uh, an absolute five-tool player because he's played great defense oh, in the sure. MLB so far. And yes, again. I'm going to paraphrase this by saying it's a very small sample size. Yeah. He's been up for, what, a month, if that? I don't even think it's that yet. Right? He's been up for very, very little time. Yeah. But since he's come up, he ha- I don't think he's made an error, and if he has, then it was something minor. He's p- made some amazing throws from third. Yeah. He's done great. There's not There hasn't been many third basemen who have been as good as him defensively since he's come up. Again, small sample size. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there hasn't been many egregious errors coming from the third no, base position. No, and even position. when he wasn't hitting, he was still making good contact. Exactly. Yeah. He just needed to figure out his time. He's got it. Well, the biggest thing for him is he's got to st- stop chasing balls out of the out of play, like out of the strike zone. Hold on. Yeah, have you seen his father? He learned from the no. best. <laughs> but 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 that, the biggest thing was when him coming up was he yeah. doesn't he doesn't swing at stuff outside of the zone. No, makes the, the pitchers come absolutely, to him. absolutely. Yeah, and he wasn't doing that. But the the pitchers weren't giving him pitches to hit, so he was chasing them. So it's one of those he's got to stop that. You got which, you which you've stop. seen the yeah, last couple y- games exactly. And when he first came up, he he wasn't taking his walks. He wasn't taking what he he, he was swinging trying to. He's trying to be that number one prospect in the entire MLB. Yeah. Instead of, hold on, he did have a lot of pressure to do. That. <laughs> but that's what I mean. So he 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 crumbled under pressure to start. Yeah. He's been a lot better Absolutely. recently. And he was also getting the best stuff from pitchers because they didn't want to be the ones to give up the whole. Exactly. Run, right? Exactly. And that's that's fine. And I mean, you, you look at it, and he's done very well. Oh, for done. sure. And the last three weeks, I think he's batting like three twenty or something. The best thing for him is to just keep. Doing it, improving, keep trying to get better and yeah. fix those little things in his Absolutely. game that people have been questioning him about. Absolutely, I and, agree. And if he does that, he will have no problem. I agree, one hundred percent. But back to my original topic sentence: like, even if you look at pitching, hmm. we have some very good pitching prospects. Yeah, and w- right now we have Stroman, Sanchez. Thornton, who has been a revelation this year, I did yeah. not expect this from great him. Last night, he's looked great. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, he's looked great in the games he's won. <laughs> yeah. He looked he terrible. Had, he looked some pretty terrible in some other games. He had one really bad game. Well, he's given off six runs in two games. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't think he looked that bad in one of those outings. It was just they were hitting everything. Like, he lo- he looked good last night. Look. Yeah, um, but you look in the prospect pool. You got Nate Pearson, Eric Pardino, Adam Klofenstein. Sean Reed Foley is our fourth-ranked pitching prospect right yeah, now. Yeah, he, he, he fell off a cliff, though. Right? And then you got uh, Zook, Hector Perez. Well, Hector Perez was the guy that got in the Osuna deal. Yeah. So And he's looked but they, they said he, good they, for the They said he's, he's supposed to be just a pure relief guy. Yeah, but that's up. fine. I've, that he's the sixth top pitcher on our list. We yeah. need someone to go into the bullpen. No, it's true. Um. Well, realistically, you're going to get more at the deadline anyways because Stroman's gone. Maybe. Sanchez is gone. Maybe. That's the thing. The, they're, they're givens, basically, right now. It just depends on how much they get is at this question. That's what I'm saying, though. If yeah. uh, sh- Sanchez, I agree. I think he's gone regardless. Yeah. But Stroman, because of how much he means to this team at the moment, just the pure energy, the, the staff, the GM, president, everybody have to really get something. Strong. Oh, that's what I mean. That's like, what I'm saying. So if they don't, they need to hold him. So what? What? what like I was reading this thing yesterday about uh, trades at the at the deadline, 
and they were saying Strowman was going to where was he going to? Uh, it's just the hypothetical trade. I th- yeah, I think no. it was Houston. I okay. think. No, it was somewhere. It was somewhere where he was going to be a, a two, mm-hmm. a number two starter. Okay. I can't remember where it was. To be Whatever. honest, doesn't. But they said that it w- they weren't going to get a top prospect back for him. And if I'm the Jays, I'm not trading anything for anything less than that. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Though. If if they don't get that big, they don't get that A prospect. Why would you trade him? Shouldn't there's there's no need. It I think if they get that, go for it. But if you don't get that, move Sanchez. Well, Sanchez is gone either way. I'm pretty sure. Just move him. Honestly, it it really just depends on what you get for him. That's fine. You need an arm. Right? I, and I agree to that. That's like, fine. Like obviously, it's gonna be potential, and he has the potential of being a great pitcher yeah. if he can stay healthy. Agreed. One hundred percent agreed. I think the other people that are gone. I think Smoke's gone. Yes. Um, we talked about that before, though. Yeah. And I think all your other pieces, I think um, Galvis is gone. I I, 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 think I didn't think he was going to be gone at the beginning of the year. I also didn't think yeah. he was going to hit this well. So well, and I think, he's, I think, he's I think moved his way could, into yeah. that. Galvis is going to be that guy off the bench who can play D for a playoff team. And if he keeps hitting like he does, he's been hitting like 290 all year. I think he's at like 265 right now. No, really? Yeah. Well, last couple of games, he's been close to 300. Yeah. But either way, they have some he, pieces they can th- move. They have pieces that can move. I think Smoke, if he can increase his average before the deadline, you're gonna get a good piece for him. Yeah, because he's a switch hitting first baseman who can play defense. Yeah. Which so like later in the games he comes on and he's, he's exactly or he's if you go if he go like Houston, Houston can use him as the starter. They could. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because your your Yuli just goes to DH, right? And then you have White too. Yeah, white. No, but I'm white, white's more of a bench piece than anything. But that's what I'm saying. You have White coming off the bench then, yeah. which is he's a he's a pretty good so bench piece to have. No sense. Sorry, just back to the the thing you read. Um, would Stroman be a first ace on any team though? No. If he gets straight, so then no, no, no. He's prob- not. He's not a first ace on any team, but he's an ace on over half the teams. Yeah. Like, but you have to think. Think about the true aces in the game. Yeah. Kershaw, Verlander, Verlander, Scherzer. Scherzer, Sale. Yeah. Right? He's not going to be an ace on those no. teams if he goes there. No, I'm not saying he's going there. No, no. Um, but you're not going to get an A prospect from those teams because they know what an ace is. But you might if they need to an extra, a really good another arm to yeah. put into that second slot to drop okay. all their guys down. Right. right. So, I mean, in for example, the Red Sox, right? Yeah. He could be a two on the Red Sox. And then you drop Rodriguez, you drop... Price, you drop all those guys down one. Your fifth starter is now looking real good. Your fourth starter is now looking real good. Right? The Dodgers is a little bit different because they already kind of have a a two with Walker Bueller. And he's a very good two this this year. And even Houston, I would say, they have a pretty good rotation right now. He could go there. Would he be a two or a three? That kind of just depends on how they want to schedule their pitchers more than anything. Mm Mm-hmm. But you you have those top arms in the league, and Strowman's a very good pitcher. Is he a top arm on every team? No. But is he a top two arm on every team? Probably. Yeah, could be. Depending so that's where on, you, depending that's, on that's how you would sell it for for that top prospect there. Exactly. And yeah. You have to also assume that if someone's going to go out and try to get Strowman at the deadline, they're probably looking at a deep playoff run, yeah. and they need another top arm, so they're going to pay because they yeah. want 
They want that championship, so they're going to pay. So do you see the Yankees making that move? Especially with Boston winning last year? That's a that's a good oh. question, actually. Because you look at CC and like as good as CC has been, he's he's aging there. Yeah. So then you have Strumman for the future. Yeah. So I I'm just I'm reading I'm reading this deadline thing it, right so. now. Okay. So they have top twenty available people for the deadline. Smoke was number fifteen or something like that, and they said I'm getting like a a twentieth rank twentieth rank prospect. So fine, you're not going to get much more than that for Smoke, no. anyways. They have Giles as number. 10 I think yeah. and they're having getting like a, a like 10 to 15 prospect getting two of them which I understand Giles has built up his potentiality for that yeah. he's also been a very very good s- closer for the last four years yeah. for sure they have Sanchez as number three and they have Sanchez getting back Nick Gordon and Steven Gonzalez from from the twins thank you which is their number 10 and 11 prospect Nick Gordon is D. Gordon's young, younger brother. Yeah, I knew that. Super fast, whatever. They have D. Stroman, Gordon 2.0. They have Stroman, Stroman is number two. Hmm. And they have Stroman getting Logan Allen and Michael Baez from the Twins as well. Or sorry, from the Padres. Yeah. Well, the Padres system is deep. Yeah. yeah. And Logan Allen, or Baez, I'm pretty sure, was the one that came from the Dodgers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And, uh, and that is the number 68, number 78 prospect in the MLB, hmm. getting that for Stroman. Not terrible. Well, that that's top one hundred prospects. There's not too many top one hundred prospects you can get, let alone getting two from yeah. Strowman. It's not terrible. I'm just saying they have to be more. It has to be something that the team needs, right? So well, if we're getting more infield, that's freaking ridiculous. That was both. That was both pitchers. They're both pitchers. Yeah. Baez yeah. and Allen. I thought Baez for some reason was Baez a is a righty pitcher who throws hard, and so Allen Allen's a lefty, which is what we need because we don't really have too many lefties. No, yeah. no, no, we don't. So. I think I think if you can get stuff like that, sure, trade it. Go ahead. Yeah, that's that. But that's pretty much what I was saying. If you can get a good haul, go for it. Yeah. But if you're not getting a good haul, what what is the necessity? There is no necessity at that no. point. A year older, you get less value. Yeah. Or he goes a year older and gets even better. Uh, What's the chances of that though? Yeah. He's twenty seven, twenty eight right now. What's the chances of both? That's the thing. Like he's twenty-seven. No, the biggest thing is if Strowman continues what he's doing right now and pitches that deadline, he is never going to have a higher value than he does right now. Fair. He's he's going to have fair. right I'm, now. I'm he's going to have a two point five to three ERA towards the deadline, yeah. and he's like going to be like one in twenty because the Jays aren't going to win a game when he pitches, but he, they're going to give up two runs when he does. Right. Yeah, he's got a 281 ERA right now. That's what I'm saying, he's and that, and that, that's because I'm pretty sure he gave up like four runs in like twice, and that's the most runs he's given up. Yeah. Right. He also has 55 Ks in 64. Like he, he's building his. Oh, his rep there. absolutely. Yeah. And the Jays are probably loving it because that means okay, there's another prospect added. Okay, now I go from number 10 prospect to number three prospect, purely because he's just doing better. Absolutely. And can and, we can we also take in the fact that. So Trent Thornton has the most strikeouts on the team with yeah. 60 in 55 innings pitched. Sanchez has 55 strikeouts in 57 innings as well. He's been pitching well when he's healthy. Yeah. Absolutely. But he he his, ERA his ERA doesn't show it. But No, it's because he also probably leads the team in walks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he only has six more than Thornton and Stroman, though. I know, but he's still leading in walks. He yeah. averages, I'm pretty sure, three or four walks He's also game. played how many less innings or games or whatever? 
He's played more innings than Thornton. Oh. And seven less innings than Stroman. Well, and it's because Stroman's walks are up there because the one game he pitched eight innings, he walked seven guys but didn't, go, didn't give up a hit. Yeah, no, I, I know. That was the reason. Right? So it's like – I I think I think Sanchez is gone either way. It just depends. It goes to the highest highest bidder. Yeah. Stroman, as long as he can maintain his value, is gone. Yeah. yeah. Right? And then it comes off to secondary pieces. Yeah. What else can you offer us? My my other question, and this is more just a, a throw out there while we're talking pitching. Does Shoemaker get moved? The guy mm. has a one eighty seven e- or one fifty seven ERA in twenty eight. Is he done for the season? He's done for the year. Is he done for the year? Yeah, yeah. he's done oh, for the year. Torres ACL. Yeah. Uh I forgot about that. I was gonna say that would have been a good piece to move. Oh, oh sure. well, right away. <laughs> the way the way he was pitching, <laughs> like for a sure. pitch Let's coming out of, like, yeah, no. Yeah. I think then you're talking about three Jays pitchers going. Which I th- I think if Clayton Richard was healthy, I think there's a potential for him well, he moving. Paid, he played uh, four innings the other night. Was it last night or the night before? He paid played pitch four four innings and just on pitch count yeah, but but I meant more I meant more just being like healthy for the whole season yeah. I think he could have been one of those guys that you trade to a team and he becomes their long reliever yeah it's like those guys you need in the playoffs because well, you know your see. starters I, only go four or five innings when, when's the trade deadline it's end of July right yeah okay, so he has two and a half months no two months two months there's only so much value you can make up in that Right. But if he pitches like he did in his first appearance, he he might be yeah, able to, like, he might be sure. able to get something. And it, it might not be much, but he might be able to get no, something. No, but they'll get something back. Yeah. 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 Anyways, let's move on. Yep. <laughs> NBA playoffs quickly. No. Mm-hmm. I think we've heard this about seven times these playoffs, but there's a the biggest game in Raptors franchise history is tonight. Yeah. Yep. I've only heard that every other game, but it's fine. It's the biggest game in Raptors franchise history. We hear it every year. We hear it every well, <laughs> the last couple of years. Yeah. Years. Um, but it it is a big game. No no doubt about it. They have a chance to win at home to go into the NBA final. Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. It's insane. I don't think any of us growing up ever thought that was going to happen after Vince left. We were terrible. After Vince left, after Bosch left, you know, we were terrible with Bosch. Players like to leave us. That's that's the biggest thing. Bargnani, yeah, no, I don't see that bust. Uh, yeah, but we we had a whole conversation at work about all the busts from Raptors. Who was it? Um, who else did we say? Oh no, we weren't talking about. We were talking about busts. We were talking about more just players that were terrible that we had in our team. Yeah, Garbajosa. Uh, Turkaloo. <laughs> I don't think we actually mentioned Turkaloo too much. We honest. didn't. We didn't talk about Turkaloo actually. Um, but it was Bargnani, Jamario Moon, all that kind of stuff. Well, oh you, you have a list of players that oh, just happened. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Anthony Parker was another one we talked about. Parker, yep. Yeah. No, it just we didn't expect it after. I guess the mid two thousands with. But you size, come in, and he had his plan, yeah. and by God, his plan is working. It's it's one of the it, same thing I said about the Leaf series. You got to take care of it at home. You got to take care of you it. You cannot go back into the other team's building and no. try and win Game Seven. No. no right. No, no, no. If if the Raps are going to win, it's got to be Game Six. It's going to be with all your fans there. It's going to be with your momentum on your side. Yeah, with Drake massaging shoulders. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a whole other story. Because <laughs> um, if you go back to Milwaukee, that's they have all the momentum and all the pressure is on you. Yeah. Yeah. All the pressure right now is on Milwaukee to try and force it back for a game seven. Yeah. Get out of their slump there. 
right? Yeah. The Raptors lose, they lose. They go they go to game seven, but then the pressure shifts to them. But at the same time, does and, and the only reason I'm saying this is that this is the first time Milwaukee's done this run. They don't have the experience either. They have no idea what they're walking into, and they're going to be at home. That could be a lot of pressure on a very young Milwaukee team, other than Lopez and Middleton. They're a young team. Mm. That could be a lot of pressure. Whereas you, we have a player on our team who has not only won an NBA championship, but was the finals MVP. MVP. Yep. He has that experience, and he can be like, guys, this is going to be an intense game, but this is what we have to do. And I know he's not very vocal to the media, but by the, the conversations you hear from the players on mm-hmm. the team, he does talk to the players. He has a rapport with his teammates, and he is a leader. There's yeah. no doubt about it. I, I, I think it's honestly Milwaukee's number one seed. They have the home, home field, exactly. home court advantage. And... Everybody was expecting them to win Game Five. Yeah. If Milwaukee's bench shows up, yep, the Raptors are in trouble. Absolutely. And I think if they if they show up in Game Six on the road, yep, they will show up in Game Seven. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that momentum's going to swing the it, other way. And it momentum is a you know what killer. I was going to say something else, but I know. It, it is huge in <laughs> yeah. all playoffs, no matter what sport. I agree. I'm just saying that is a lot of pressure for a young team going into Game 7 if it gets there. Well, it's a lot of pressure for the Raptors, too. Raptors it's have never been there, exactly. and they're expected to be there this year. Yeah. You're I, up 3-2 in the series, that. and I, I everybody's expecting that. that. So all the pressure is on them to fulfill that. I it's understand San Jose that. Sharks in basketball. Yeah. Get to that next level. Yeah, I, I, I understand what you're there. saying. Exactly. I totally get what you're saying. My, I'm just saying it is a lot of pressure on Milwaukee, so everyone's making it, oh, if the Raptors don't win, there's going to be so much pressure on them. Both teams have a lot of pressure in this one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little different than yeah. the Bruins' Leafs, in my opinion. No, no, it's it's the East, it's the Eastern final, right? Yeah. There's pressure no matter what. Exactly. So, so it's whoever shows up is... I want to look forward, though, to the final. And the only reason I want to look forward, and I'm not going to say which team is coming out of the East, because... I could not tell you. No. I want to say the Raptors because they've done a good job of shutting Giannis down and they've been hitting shots for the last couple games. Yep. But I'm not going to say that they're in yet. Regardless, either team coming out of the East I think has a very good shot this year. Hear me out before you guys comment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you go player for player matchup-wise okay. with both teams, and let's start with the Bucks. Okay. Yeah. Nobody on that Golden State team, I think, can stop Giannis the way that the Raptors have. Draymond. Draymond. I but Draymond cannot keep up with Giannis the way Leonard does. Doesn't have to though. But they don't they also don't have that interior other than Draymond. No, no like no. the Raptors Clay, have Clay's a good defender. I understand that, but yeah. Clay's gonna be on Middleton. Yeah, okay. Right? So yeah. Clay's gonna be on Middleton. That, that that's that is a given. No. Yeah. Right? So who is the other interior defender that's gonna help? With Giannis, other than Draymond, it's gonna be Brooke Lopez. No, no, wrong team. Wrong team. Iguodala for the Warriors. If Iguodala's oh, healthy. sorry, sorry, yeah, yeah. Right. If Iguodala's healthy, What's who, who else do they have? Bogut. Yeah, but Bogut's barely playing. Thank you. That's my point. Okay. The Raptors have done a great job shutting down Giannis in the in the paint because if he gets by Leonard or if he gets by Siakam, there's Gasol or Leonard. Or Siakam sitting there. Yeah. yeah. They they have put bodies in his way. 
Which, and then you have out on the outside Danny Green yeah. on Middleton, and Lowry, who on whoever he wants to be on basically because they have no point guard in Milwaukee. Well, like a Bledsoe, who was a really good point guard, but has disappeared. Okay, but that's my point, right? So, if you go against the Warriors, yes, Clay's a great defender mm. in his own right, but he's going to be on Middleton. They're, they have to put somebody on Middleton. Because if they don't... I don't, I don't think they do. I don't know. No, but Middleton can shoot. He was two for nine last game. He had four no, points. I, I think standing in his way the whole time. Danny Green played ten minutes and got sat on the bench. Fine. So if you Fred Van about, Vliet played. If you're talking <laughs> about layers in terms of Leonard, Siakam, and Gasol, yeah. the war- Warriors have that in Clay, Draymond, and Iguodala. You can do the same but exact thing. I don't thing. know how good Iguodala is going to be. Because he has been hurt. He has been dealing with a lot. But he's still I don't know a if he's very good be. defender. That's if he can play to the way he has. Well, so it's also if he that's plays, to be yeah. honest. That's the thing. Right? If Durant's back, Iguodala ain't playing. Right, but yeah. Durant's apparently missing the first two games. Yeah. Well, they've, they've been saying that. No, no I, he I, can't put he was anything saying, on that leg. He hasn't well, been cleared also for basketball. I can say this here for a fact. It ain't a calf injury. That's an Achilles, 100%. Well, no, he thought it was an Achilles. He did think that. They say it's calf, but they're not going to say, oh, yeah, by the way, he has a destroyed te- Achilles. No. He's not going to play. find out at the end of the playoffs that yeah. he doesn't play. But I'm just saying for the Bucks, they might be able to free Giannis a little bit more than he was in this Raptors series. He's gonna have he's gonna have more he, chances in yeah. the in the post to do something because I as good as Draymond Green is as a defender, I don't think he can keep up with him as well as well as Leonard and Siakam have in this series. That's my opinion. Speed wise, no physicality. He can he's probably better. Absolutely, physicality but was. Giannis is gonna use that against well, Green. They've also been talking about having Cousins back. Who can who can play defense? But we don't know if he's, <laughs> he's going to play. That's the same thing as Durant yeah. and Iguodala. You don't know if he's going to play yet, right? I'm just looking. Um, yes, they might have a harder time defensively against the Warriors, but if they can get Giannis going, that that's a huge thing. <laughs> you look as you said. Who's going to guard Curry? That's no Bledsoe's a better defensive point guard. I was, I was talking offensive end for the. Not Bucks. when Lowry's putting up 30 points, he's not better defensively. If Lowry's putting up 30. Curry's going for 55. <laughs> well, if you look at the way the Bucks are playing, they're letting perimeter shooting happen. Yeah. They're letting it go. Yeah, Where but you can't, you can't do that, do that with the State. And Budenholzer's tactic has always to. been let no, it go on the outside. No, but that's what I mean, though. But that's the thing. The Raptors are eating them alive. Yeah. yeah. So even if... Yeah. even if um, <laughs> Draymond can go down the middle of that court and destroy the inter- interior defense. Of course. They start collapsing. Clay, three. Curry, three. Okay, fair enough. Right. I just I think the Warriors are beaten up and that's what the two Eastern Conference teams if you look at the Raptors though I think the Raptors match up real well against the Warriors and hear me out on this Lowry might be one of the best defensive point guards in the league okay he he him and Curry I'd I like to see that matchup It'd be a great matchup yeah at the shooting guard you have Danny Green marking Clay Thompson that'd be a good defensive I matchup. liked that matchup originally the way Danny Green is playing defensively, I, I still do not. Defensively, like that I still do not like that matchup. I like that matchup just because Danny Green will be in Clay's face. But Danny Green can't hit a ball. He's not going to play if he can't shoot the ball. It's going to be Fred playing. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. That's I get if, what you're saying. If, if Danny Green cannot hit a shot, yeah, I think he. I think they start him tonight, and I think they run with him and see how he plays. That's if fine. he starts hitting shots, I take everything I just said back. Okay. If he doesn't hit a shot. He ain't playing to start the finals. Fair enough. Okay. Then we move on to let's 
go to the center position, Gasol is better than anyone that they have playing center in Golden State because Draymond plays power forward. And- I, I, I I like to see the Looney-Gasol matchup. That'd be an interesting matchup. Right? Yeah. Looney, but, Looney can't hit three for the life of him, but no, he, but he saying, can beat him down inside. But right? I'm saying overall, I think Gasol is better than Looney. Oh, yes. 100%. Yes. He's, I think he's the best center if they go to the final. There you okay. go. Okay, so then you move on to power forward. You have Siakam going against Draymond Green, which will be a hell of a fun matchup. I, I really don't know how well the Raptors match up with that, though. I don't know if I don't know if the Raptors win that matchup, but it'll be hella fun to Sp- watch. Spicy P has been very good this year, but he has he's also God, shown up he's, against the Warriors. Though. He's kind of disappeared in the playoffs, though. But he's shown up against the Warriors, so I think it'll be a fun matchup. Yeah. I think you try it. See and then it yeah. the other matchup, and again, this is assuming Dur- Durant plays. Yeah, Leonard is Durant, Durant for, versus Leonard. Durant's still going to get points. He's still going to get points. Kawhi, but Kawhi is one so of is Giannis. And no, no, but Durant, Durant and Giannis are a whole no, what I'm saying, different thing. What I'm saying is that Giannis is getting points still. But Giannis, Durant Gian- is going to get points. There's no doubt no, about no, it. So is Steph. Durant can eat, though. Giannis is a, basically right now a one-dimensional player. He has to he get... Has he, no support, to no, be fair. But he has <laughs> to, he ha- he's shooting 19% from outside of three feet. I know. His, Four feet. Three feet. Three, pl- three plus feet. No, it was is four. he's shooting nineteen percent. It was four. Okay, whatever. Same difference. Inside the arc. Yes. Yeah. He's shooting. Uh, sorry, outside the arc. He's shooting nineteen percent. Yes. Dream or Durant can do a jab step, fadeaway, and hit that no problem against the best defender in the playoffs so yes. far. Absolutely. Yes. Because he can actually hit the shot. He can hit the shot. Even Ka- the tough shots. Kawhi is playing him internally. Okay. Right. Kawhi's playing Giannis internally, saying, okay, yeah. you, you can beat me on the outside. You that's, can't beat me in that's here. That's fine. That's fine. I get you what you're saying. You can't do that against Durant, though, because Durant is that. a multidimensional guy. He will slam a dunk on your head, or he'll go back to the three from 14 feet away and hit the three. Okay. I, I get what you're saying, but couldn't Butler do that, too? Butler and Durant are not even close to the same I, I'm not. I'm not saying they are, but couldn't Butler do that, too, all year? Didn't he do that all year? Well, he did that in the playoffs, too. Yeah. Not against Leonard, though, when they moved Leonard over against him. In the second and third game, he destroyed Leonard. No, Leonard wasn't up against him in those games. That's why Butler ate. And then, then they moved him back to him, and yeah. he shut him down. Yeah. I, 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 and Ness, you, I know it's two different players. I yeah. get that. Stop saying that. <laughs> I understand what you're saying. My statement is, though, you're going to take points away from Durant in that matchup. Not all of them. He's still going to eat. He's still going to get 20 points every game at least. I'm not saying that he's not. But you're going to stop him from getting 30. You're just going to stop him from getting 40, right? Lowry's going to pull Steph back a little bit from 55, right? It's going to be, I think matchup-wise, it's a very interesting matchup. The Raptors also probably have a better bench than the Golden State Warriors. Because could you name a player on their bench? Livingston. Livingston. There you go. How many players... From the Raptors bench, can you actually? <laughs> that's a different story. Yeah, but that's I, because we watched no, the yeah. Raptors day in okay. day out. Van Vliet, Powell have played great in this. If you ask anybody else in the entire U.S., they don't know who the hell they are. They know who Van Vliet is because they know who Jeremy Lin is, but Lin doesn't play. That's about it. Lin doesn't play. Powell has been good these last this last series. He was invisible. Ibaka. Ibaka, people know because he played for OKC. Mm-hmm. They don't know him in playing. But for I'm, ju- I'm just saying though, like. We know who these players are, but the Golden State Warriors bench really doesn't have anybody other than Livingston. Like I've watched, well, they, they're, their top two off the bench are Livingston and Iguodala. Yeah, 
if Iguodala plays. Iguodala's only, that's, that's Iguodala's only on the bench because Durant – or Iguodala's only in the starting lineup because Durant's injured. Yeah. Yes. If Durant's injured, Iguodala goes to the bench, and those – they they run three pe- – well, they also run McKinney off the bench too, who the next Raptor. Yep. So the the four people they run off the bench are Looney, McKinney, Iguodala, and Livingston. Okay. Yeah. So about the same as what the Raptors run out. Yeah. Four, four guys. Four guys. And yeah. McKinney has been eh, – Whatever. Yeah. Looney has been one of the best centers in this playoffs off the bench. That's mm-hmm. fine. Right? Livingston is a 3 and D guy, similar to Danny Green. And Iguodala could be a starter on pretty much any other team. Yeah. The only other guy is Jordan Bell. And he's super hit and miss. Well, Jordan Bell, and they also have that... Who's that uh, point guard guy? Damien... Uh, Quinn Cook. Quinn Cook, that's it. Like They've, they've run and them out, but that's also because they were playing Houston who wasn't as deep yeah. so they had the chance to do that. No, and I get that, but I'm saying like overall I think if they match bench to bench, it could be an interesting matchup as well. I think it will be an interesting matchup for sure. I think it's going to come down to if the Raptors can hit their shots when they have it open. So you mean like the entire playoffs have been? No, but because because <laughs> oh, yeah. Golden <laughs> Golden State is going to hit their shots no matter what. You can hold them down, but they're going to hit their shots. Yeah. Can the Raptors match them shot for shot? Absolutely. But that's that's been the Raptors' thing the whole playoffs. Is the days that they hit their shots, they win games. Yeah. Days yeah. that they aren't hitting their shots, they ain't winning games. They haven't they haven't played a team like Golden State though. I agree. No. I, I, totally I don't think agree. neither team has the Bucks yeah. or the Raptors. I I agree. Yeah. So it it'd be interesting, that's for sure. So Yeah. We'll see after tonight if they take care of business. They should well, be we'll able to. We'll I see mean, regardless this, this the series shouldn't we'll even be at six games, though, because the Raptors should have won game one. Yeah. They were good in game one. They were good in game one. Milwaukee could have had a chance to win game three, though. Yes. So, so like, it, it's kind of a yeah. wash. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. Milwaukee did win that game. Like, it, was a, it was a good game regardless. Oh, no. it was. I wasn't saying I it was a bad game. And then there was two blowouts in game two and four. Yes. Right? Like Those weren't even competition. Yeah. By the fourth, for both sides, they barely played their starters. Five. What? There's a blowout in game five, too. The last game? Yeah, after the Raptors took over the... No, really. They, they were tied. It was a tie game. Two minutes left. I know. And then they went Yeah, off. but that's not, that's not <laughs> a blowout. Six <laughs> no. points is not a blowout, no. though. Was it only six? I thought it was more it than that. I thought it was more it was than that. It was like a two-possession I thought win. it was more than that. Okay, whatever. And the only reason it was that is because they started hit, they, they hit their shots when they needed to. Yeah. And they Van Vliet... They played nasty defense the last two minutes. Well, the, I, I was I was watching a bunch of videos today about the Raptors defense, and Milwaukee is scoring eighty points per one hundred possessions. Yeah. yeah, the league average is one hundred and one points per one hundred possessions. But this is when Leonard's playing. Yeah, when he's off, it's what was it one fourteen something like that. Yeah, yeah. But that that's expected when you take your best player off. Yeah. But you also have to assume that if he's off, there's probably going to be other players who are off. So you got to. Well, they're they're, ma- they're matching gotta. they're matching Giannis and Leonard. Whenever Giannis is off the floor, Leonard gets a break. Yeah. That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I, I don't really want to say predictions because we don't know who's in the no, final yet. So we're going to leave that down. <laughs> we'll wait and see. Fingers crossed. All right. Um, anything else you guys want to talk about before we get into tire fires? No. Oh, right. At, what yeah, an we could have done Champions League. We're at an hour and 20. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm aware. It's fine. It's been uh, a while since we've done this, though. Yeah. All right. Really quickly, Champions League final. I want predictions because you guys are here and we can do this. Um, we did ours last time. I think it's just Kyle now. We picked Europa and Champions League last time. Yeah, we did. Yeah. 
So what's your pick for both? Liverpool or Tottenham in Champions League or Chelsea Arsenal in Europa? I, for Champions League, I, I'm going to go with Liverpool. I just think they're the better team, realistically. Yeah, we, we both said that. It's um, Arsenal, Chelsea, that's... Get your coin out. <laughs> well, I said Arsenal. Yeah. And you said Chelsea. I had Chelsea. Yeah. I, I'm a Chelsea fan, but every time we've played Arsenal, we've been terrible. Mm. So I don't know how we match up against them is the biggest thing. That's but Sarri's had a very rough year. Yes, which apparently he might be going back to Spain. So, yeah, Italy. Italy. Or, sorry, he might be going to Spain, but he wasn't in Italy. I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Either way, he's going. He's potentially going to another team. Fair. So, um, my heart says Chelsea, but I'm going to go with Arsenal. Okay. Okay. All right. I'll let that one go. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, honestly, I, I think I picked Chelsea just because. I think player for player, they're probably better than Arsenal. But yeah, but they don't. Pl- doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> player for player, they have a great team, but it's a matter of if they can actually play. Yeah, doesn't mean the anything. Thing. Mm-hmm. Real has great players. They can't play this year. Yeah. This year, yeah. No, I said Arsenal because Unai Emery's been there yeah. before. That's, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the highlight of the seg- <laughs> highlight <laughs> segment of the entire show: tire fires of the week and. Boys, I've joined the winner's circle. I've won one. Final. Took final. Congratulations. 11 episodes, yeah. but I did it. <laughs> and my winning one is Vladimir Putin falling flat on his face Jesus. over a carpet. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thank I, you. I don't think anyone can disagree with that thank one. Thank you. Thank you. You had a good one, though, because he had the one with the uh, goalie in Bolivia getting hit with uh, flares. flares. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could have said anything about that whole Russian game, and you probably would have won. Let alone yeah, fair enough. Putin falling. <laughs> fair enough. Um, so this week we got three more competitors, and yep. we got some good ones. So Kyle, you're up, dude. Uh, my tire fire is the NCAA baseball catcher. I believe it's for Auburn. I think is who it was. I think so. Yeah. Um, who had a ball that was in the dirt? He blocked it. It was sitting right in front of him, and he's running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to find the ball. Well, he kicked it, too. Yeah, and he eventually – well, he found it. He kicked it, but the run scored because he couldn't find it. And then because he kicked it, the pitcher picked it up, tried to throw it back to the catcher, missed that throw, and then the game-winning run – game-winning run comes in to win the game. Sorry, that's me laughing (laughs) because I haven't seen it yet. Holy crap. (laughs) He was freaking out like he – lost like his entire wallet and phone and it was amazing and that lost Shit, I left the kids in the car that, that was basically his run yeah. where's wait wait, 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 wait. and that loss in the game Jeez. and that was just that's just embarrassing I mean they were up by a run too oh absolutely in the bo- it was the bottom of the last inning it was just you can't <laughs> oh, do that beautiful <laughs> and then a shitty throw yeah okay. I mean yeah the throw from the pitcher wasn't great well, that that cost them the game, but like the catcher, they catcher they, they, they had a tie game either way. That's that's a good. That is a good tie yeah. fire. I like that one. Um, Irfan, uh, I went with Voinov's suspension for another forty-one games. I think that's absolutely stupid. The guy shouldn't be back in our league. Um, I think I mentioned this earlier, guys. the The person who ruled on this is the same one that uh, brought down Watson's 
yeah. uh, suspension yeah, and then uh, s- someone else's suspension as well. So uh, maybe get another impartial yeah. judge to make a call. Um, impartial judge in the U.S.? Come on. Yeah, I got a Canadian to do it. <laughs> I don't know. Get a Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> get me to do it. I'll tell him he can't oh play. Um, no, I think yeah, it's just... that'll work out real well for you. Uh, no, I just think it's it's stupid, uh, especially after what he's done oh, repeatedly. Uh, and the fact that he still got the opportunity to continue his career in Russia um, after that. Oh, hold on. It is Russia. No matter what we did here, he was always going to continue his career there. Fair. Um, just really doesn't just matter what the rules are. I don't know if you're, you want to take that, you know, pressure on yourself if you end up signing him if you're a national hockey team. Oh, it's, if you're it's a team, just, do you sign him? It's just like the NFL, though. Kareem Hunt was still suspended. I haven't handed out his suspension yet, and the Browns signed him. But the right. difference is, Voinov was actually charged. No, I, I get that. But Kareem Hunt was charged, and they didn't release him. They still signed him. Yes. Right. They should have released him. I exactly. So it's one of those like. But the, the actual the, signing itself the NFL was before has it this was happened charged. all the time. Yeah. Agreed. Right. Top players get uh, potentially charged and cut off the team. Some other team picks him up. If you pick him up, sure, you'll get ridiculed by certain people. But if he does well for the team, people will forget about that pretty quick. Yeah. But how old is Voinov now? 27? 29. 29. 29. Yeah. Right? So that's what I'm saying. Like, He's been out of the NHL for well, the market two again, or three years now? Yeah. If you go back to, to football there, it's you get that big name no matter what he's done. You're yeah. still going <laughs> to... They, yeah. they don't care. But yeah. but again, here, here's, here's the difference in this is that Voinov has been out of the league for two to three years. Those players that are getting signed into the NFL were just straight cut from a team. No, I, they yeah, were just yeah. playing. Yeah. Right? So, Voinov has been... Yes, he's been playing in the KHL. No offense to the KHL. It is not the NHL. No. The, the skill level is not there. Yep. Right? He's now 29 as a defenseman. Can he still be that impact defenseman that he was? That's, that's my thing. Yeah. And if he's not that player, hmm. does it make sense... To bring him in, get all these people really pissed off at your yeah. team. Like, I don't think it does. Yeah. Unless you guarantee he's going to be a stud defenseman like he was. There's no guarantee. It's not worth that. it. No, there's no guarantee. It's not that. worth it. But if you look at the rap sheet leading up to the charge, I don't know. I still wouldn't take the risk on him. I, I, I wouldn't. I, like, personally, I wouldn't anyway. And I think that's why I think it's a great tire fire because, like, the fact that NHL is even giving him a chance. Yeah is devaluing what their suspension and what they deem worthy. Like, it's already a joke yeah. for in-game suspensions. Yeah. You're just making the outside... Yeah, you're making it yeah, even worse, and it's just... It's it's great for Voinov, but it's it's terrible for the NHL. It's and brutal. It's, it is, it is yeah. brutal. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, this is my turn. My tire fire is the blind stripes that we have in the NBA and NHL playoffs. Holy crap. Have there I don't remember a single season in either of the playoffs for either NBA or NHL that have has as many bad calls as there have been this year in both of them. I think the last time I remember really bad refing was when the NFL refs were yes. out of commission yeah. and yeah, that was th- it. But that's that's different because those weren't the NFL yeah. refs. No, but I'm just saying like that's the last time I've, s- I've like seen at a professional level yeah. crappy ref multiple times. Yes. Obviously everybody missed the call. Yeah, and, and that's fine. Sure. It's, I I like the human element of refereeing. I think that needs to stay part of the game. Yes. But the egregious calls? 
that needs to be taken out. The last time that happened is the MLB. Like, MLB always has that one umpire that tries to take over the game. Exactly. Makes terrible calls back to back to back. But it not to the same degree of what has happened here. Like you, you can. I think you can look in both NBA and NHL, and you can probably pick five or six absolutely brutal calls in these playoffs. Yeah. And it's just like, like that can't happen, especially with all the technology we have that they've been trying to implement. There should not be this many terrible calls. No. Like the perfect example is that hand pass. Yeah. In OT. In OT. Guys, that is, a, that is a simple Yeah, replay. every goal in OT, regardless of how clean it is, should be reviewed. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, if it's a clean goal, it sh- there's no, no need No, but to like, even, like, let, let's say there was an offside to play before, or whatever, like, they, like if guess. they call something back. But it's just, to be safe, I guess. if you're going to call, if you're going to review it, review it on everything. Well, the, the biggest thing, they have, if they're going to do challenges, right, they really want to do this whole challenge, yeah. they have to expand it. Right? Well... I think they need to expand it to a certain degree while also pulling back on some of the ones that we already have in there. Because there's some that they don't need to challenge anymore. I th- yeah. it, it's getting to the point where it's ridiculous. Well, goaltender interference is in a, is a terrible call right nowadays. Because no one knows what it is. Yeah. A, go- a goalie can get run over. Oh, but he was outside the paint by three inches. That doesn't count. Oh, but if he gets touched on the pad, which doesn't actually affect the save... That doesn't count because that's goaltender interference. Yeah, it's, it's the goaltender interference rule is an absolute joke, yeah. but that's it's fine. But then you even look in the NBA and uh, oh, the the, the, char- the charge the charge call last night, <laughs> yeah, or the other night against like, Gasol. Like, he was he was set before any contact he, was even. He close was to waiting being made. for an hour and a half for for uh, Lopez to come down that that center yeah. and and got and absolutely I, run over. And got a foul call against yeah. him. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah. And I also love the fact that if you listen to Bucks fans. They think this there's a whole conspiracy that the Raptors are going to get into the finals because the NBA wants them in the finals. No, it's like, a little crap. Hold on. The Raptors fans have been saying that for years that there's a conspiracy to keep us out of the finals. The Neither NBA, are right. The NBA probably doesn't want the, the – like we talked about this at work. They probably don't want the Raptors in the final because the Raptors have their own TV. They have Sportsnet, which means TNT doesn't get the number one – Show for the NBA final. If it's if it's if the game's in Toronto, Sportsnet gets their own feed. But so does TNT. TNT gets their own, but they have to pay off of, through it. Like they have to they have to pay. No, no, no. They, they sorry, but there's also a lot of people that don't have TNT. Yeah. A lot of people have Sportsnet. Yeah. So well, all those viewers that are going to get in Canada, yeah, are oh, going to watch so, Sportsnet yeah, rather yeah. than no, TNT. No, no, no. I, I understand that. I, I get what you're saying there. I'm yeah. just saying like TNT has their own show. Like it has nothing to do. No, with no. Sportsnet. I, I meant more the Sportsnet, the viewership. Fair. They're, they're going to yes, lose viewership. viewership. Yes, so the NBA Agreed. is not going to make as Agreed. much money because of that. I understand that, yeah. But right. I'm just saying, like... Although you're still not going to make much money with Milwaukee in the final, but... It's just funny to see all the Bucks fans like, oh, there's it's a conspiracy. Yeah. The Raptors are going to go... You guys are getting ha- over half the calls well, called your way. Now like, no, 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 no. Back off. But there are also some stupid fans that called out Nav Batia for, oh, yeah. like... I don't know why... Like, that's, an old, that's a whole different story, but... They, they are... The They're just Bucks looking for an excuse are reaching, to blame. Trying, the fans of the Bucks are trying to find a <laughs> <They're> reason. <scared. laughs> and they have every right to be. This Raptors team is very good. The best is like, everybody's like calling out Drake and stuff, right? Oh, yeah. He's too close. He's too close. Spike Lee does the exact same goddamn thing. He's just on the other side, so you can't see him on camera. But here's, here's the other employed thing. by the Raptors. He's a part of the organization. Yeah, he, Spike Lee, has, I don't think, doesn't he has, have anything. No, but you Spike Lee, I'm pretty sure, is like a part owner or something. Oh, okay. No, I, I don't. I think don't he think is. he has. I think anything. he's just a super fan. Yeah, 
Because he's been he's been doing this for like twenty five years. Yeah. But here's my thing with the whole Drake Budenholzer making comments and everything. Yeah. Drake is an employee of the Raptors. He yeah. might not get paid, but he has a contract as the ambassador. He's designed the jersey and the facilities. Yeah. He's a part of this organization regardless. But of he what. has a contract. So technically he's allowed to be behind the bench. He's allowed yeah. to be on the bench. No. Yeah. There's nowhere that it says he can't. Here's my thing. These players have been playing the game of basketball their entire lives, being chirped by parents from the other teams growing up, being chirped by fans from the other teams growing up, being chirped by fans in general. Mm -hmm. You think that they hear anything that Drake says to them as as they walk by? Not a fucking chance. No, you listen to Draymond's con- uh, conversation, or what did the comments sorry he made? He's just like, I don't give a crap. They yeah. don't He can say whatever he wants. He doesn't play ball. He's he's never played an NBA game. I don't care what he does on the <laughs> side. No, they're, they're, Maybe they were they joking were. because he went over to, I'm pretty sure it was Durant's house or somebody's house, and they were playing ball and Draymond's like, this guy's terrible. Like, he's literally the worst ball player I've ever seen in my life. That's why he made that comment. Yeah. yeah. And what I also find is funny is that Budenholzer never actually made the comment. He was probed into it. He was asked four times in the interview about that exact thing. No, I know. Yeah. He, he never made the comment without having to be probed and prodded. He, he did say it, though, after the probing. Yeah. My, my more, the thing that I'm saying is that everyone's like, oh, Drake's getting in Giannis's head. No, he's not. Giannis is getting in Giannis's head. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh crap. Honestly, oh, crap. I have to shoot a free throw now. Honestly, like, I, I play provincial soccer. You don't hear anything from the sidelines unless it's your coach. And even then, you pretty much tune everything that's not on the field out. Yeah. You learn real quick how to do that. And that's provincial level soccer. These guys are professional basketball players. You think they hear anything They're not paying from attention. the Suns. The, they, they probably hear it. It's going in one ear or out the other, though. But you tune it out. It yeah. is it is non-existent in your head as this is going on. Yeah. It does not exist. And so the fact that people are saying, oh, Drake is getting in Giannis's head and ending this. That's bullshit. You're dumb. You are the dumbest person I've ever heard if you believe that. Anyways. Again, my tire fire refs. Fine. We, we <laughs> went way off topic there. But I think it's a good one anyway. Um, it'll they'll, All three of those will go up against Putin. I I still think Putin wins after this just because it's oh, Putin probably. and everyone <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that might be the, the next rafter raise or something. Might be. Yeah, well, might we're be. All, hold on. I'm one week in. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We got a few more to go. Um, say, unless something really bad happens. We'll, we'll we're going to leave this one up for two weeks. Yep. Uh, I feel like that's fair because we're not having an episode next week for sure. And yep. we might not have an episode the next week. But we're going to pretend that we're having yep. an episode the week after. Um any final thoughts, boys, before we sign off here? Uh, good luck to the women's national soccer team yeah. for the World Cup. Uh, team got announced today. Christine Sinclair is back on the roster, yeah. so let's well, cheer her on for... Well, there was no doubt. There but was no doubt. <laughs> but let's cheer her on to beat Abby Wambach's uh, goal-scoring record. Yeah, and she will, I think. If it's not in this World Cup, she's still going to get it. I hope she does. Deservedly so. Um, yep. Dude, anything from you? Not really. Go Raps. Go Go Raps. I saw an article today, by the way, um, that the way that the Raptors have been playing in the postseason, Kawhi is seriously leaning towards staying, and if they make the final, it's almost guaranteed. <laughs> He's got a free penthouse and all he can eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Sign me up now. I'm in. You don't get a vote. <laughs> I'll, I'll call myself Kawhi. I'll play. Do it. Won't be the same. But <laughs> you play say, defense at his level. Yeah. That's all we need. I will block everything. <laughs> I've played basketball with you. Yeah. 
that's not how you play basketball. <laughs> you hit threes, I'll give you that. You could be the next. I was gonna say Danny. Staff, I could probably shoot better than Danny Green right now. Right now, I think I could shoot better than Danny yeah. Green right now, and I can't hit threes. But anyways, um, that'll do it from us here. Sorry for the technical delays last week. We are trying to figure stuff out, and we're getting better every day. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're trying to get more content out with that as well, and you'll be yep. tr- trying to see more. Um, yeah, and other than that, make sure you have a great few weeks of sports, and we will be back next time. Cheers.